Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Eric Kam is professor of economics at Ryerson University. He's a great favorite on this program in very short time. Conference Board of Canada has announced the labor market recovery has gone into reverse in December. I'm not really surprised. Uh, Dr. Cam, I don't imagine you are either, and uh, you are a huge favorite. You, I get emails every day asking if you're going to be back on this weekend. Uh, thank you very much. It's, uh, it's an honor to be here. It's always an honor to be asked. And uh, I'm glad that you want to discuss this conference board uh, single one-pager because I think there's a lot of information there that may not come out if you just read it uh, at a quick glance. Please share. Well, um, first of all, last week you asked an excellent question. You said it's very hard for some of our listeners, and I say our uh, liberally, um, to wrap their head around what is the economy, because it seems huge and it's in the trillions of dollars. So I thought, let's, let's get down to something that everybody can understand simply, which is employment. Because I think that most people in the, uh, you know, 25 to 65 age category are either uh, employed or looking to be employed. Um, and so when you read this document, I thought it was very, very telling because it, it, it's not a good news, bad news document. It's a bad news, less bad news document. And the bad news are things that we've discussed in the past, that job recovery, they call it going into reverse, and that's a good way to put it, that the participation rate, the number of people working in the economy as a percentage of the population has fallen. And unemployment, the number of people who are looking for work, has risen. But they have something in there that's very, very interesting, and we've discussed this. They said, and I'm, I'm not quoting but paraphrasing, that the decline in participation speaks to discouragement among the unemployed and the fatiguing effect of long-term unemployment. And that is something that economists talk about a lot. It's called the discouraged worker hypothesis, which is you can go out and we know that looking for a job is a job. You have to be ready to knock on doors, send out emails, make phone calls, sometimes work with somebody in the search field. But eventually, eventually after a month or two or three months, this becomes frustrating. It becomes, there's a psychic cost and you drop out of the labor force because you drop out of the job market. As soon as you say to StatsCan, I'm no longer looking for work, I need a mental health break, you drop out of the unemployment statistics. So all of a sudden, things look, believe it or not, rosier, because that job searcher is no longer included in the unemployment rate. But guess what? They should be. It speaks to this discouraged phenomenon that is killing people right now. And it speaks to what we talked about last week in a real drop in actual GDP and potential GDP. And I think that that wasn't brought out strong enough in the article. Yeah, this has been going on forever, hasn't it? If you're not looking for a job anymore, if you're not actively seeking a job, and they find out you're no longer part of the statistics and the numbers can look significantly better. If enough people are not looking for a job anymore, suddenly the unemployment rate goes down when it actually hasn't gone down, when, in fact, it's probably increasing. And, and, and that's fascinating. And uh, to me, I've always found this, as I'm not a labor economist, but as somebody who keeps an eye on the labor market and labor market statistics, as soon as you give up looking for a job, you become, quote-unquote, a positive in the job market statistic because you're no longer a job searcher. 
And I, I've often thought that more people should understand about labor market statistics and about economic statistics in general. Your, the article that we're talking about goes on to what I call the less bad news scenario, right? They, they make a couple of points. They said there was some positive news as the job losses were mostly concentrated in industries defect, uh, directly affected by shutdowns. And that's like saying I can't get ice cream because the ice cream store is closed. So I don't know what that means. But then they talked about something that, again, not enough people understand, which is resiliency, the resiliency factor in the job market. And they made a statement that who is showing resiliency? And they said goods producing industries, manufacturing, transportation, warehousing, and financial services. But then they stopped there. And what they should what they should have done is put in one more sentence and said the most resilient parts of our economy are the parts that remain open. And again, it's like statistics. You've got to put in the interpretation of these things. The interpretation of these statistics is that things are bad. And the interpretation of their resiliency argument is that things that are remaining open are going to survive. And I, I just thought it was time for the listeners to be able to see that because you wouldn't see that if you read the article quickly. Thank you for doing this. That's so Anytime. important. That's so important. Okay. I'm sure I'll be calling you during the week, get you back on next weekend. I mean, I, I, I'll have people chasing me if I don't. Well, uh, you can call me anytime. And also, I just wanted to say, I read your, your, your tweet about the Buffalo Bills, and I am a diehard Miami Dolphins fan. So anytime you want to talk about that, I'm also available. <laughs> You're Eric on. Cam at Ryerson.ca. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.